0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Relationships Rule podcast. I'm your host, Janice Porter, and I'm so excited this week to have my guest, Nancy Friedman, with us. Um, Nancy is the founder and chairman of Telephone Doctor Customer Service Training, coming to us from St. Louis, Missouri. And she has actually an unusual story of how she created a company that is now world-renowned it was a small family-owned business that has lasted over 40 years and going strong. And boy, when you meet Nancy, you're going to know why.
1: It's amazing. So welcome to the show, Nancy. That's a very nice introduction. I don't think either, I don't know who wrote it. It must have been somebody else, but thank you. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. You're welcome. It was your delight to be interviewed by, and I know we had our interview, so I may run that again for you, but because you were Um, a good interview, you were a good interview yourself. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you so much. Well, I do have to share with my audience how we met, really. (laughs) I have to, and then I'm going to ask you to kind of, I'm going to circle back to the story of how your business started. But I, as most of my audience know, I'm always talking about this, that I meet really amazing people on LinkedIn. And you were one of those people that came into my um, message box that you accepted a connection request from me. And I saw your name and I went, and that was done by my business partner who does my outreach for me. That's why I hadn't seen it yet. So I saw your name and I went, I know that name. I don't know this person personally, but I know that name. And then I saw a telephone doctor and I went straight to my closet in my office and I knew exactly where this book was. I used to teach telephone courtesy to receptionists and to, in uh, sales reps, in inside companies, and so on. And there was your book that I had used as one of my guides, the telephone doctor practical, you know, it had a practical aid, a disease to, to skills, and it had, like, I could use the exercises with my class. And I thought, Oh, my goodness, I'm not going to go to where how long ago that was, but it was a long time ago. So right away, I knew that we had to connect in person, like on on zoom, because of course, we're not in the same city. We, I don't think we've stopped talking since that first meeting. It was so much fun.
1: Yes, it was. And uh, that story brought so much warmth in my heart. Uh, not that you kept the book, but that you thought, to, I mean, you know, people, sometimes people say, Oh, I threw your book away. I've had it for 40 years. I don't need it. Anymore. Yeah, <laughs> No, it was it. just and one of those things, right? And you made a friendship out of it.
0: That's right. It was amazing. So yeah. In the intro that I just gave of you, I said that uh, you had an unusual story of how you created your company. Will you share that with
1: my audience? I will. A happy accident. And uh, Uh I want them to pay close attention because so many people say this when they call a company and you hang up and you say, gosh, that was the worst conversation. They were so bad. They were so terrible. And that's what happened to me. I called. I was working with my husband. I've been working with my husband for forever. And... uh, I had to call our insurance company and so i picked up the phone it would be a personal friend of ours and i picked up the phone and i called one she's never never make it Mary, and i said, I'm Mary nancy friedman over at weatherline i need a couple questions answered and i asked her one she's gee i don't know these are i'm not making stuff up i said okay well is there anybody else there she says no i said nobody's well brenda's here so then somebody is there so let me talk to brenda okay but she's new okay well maybe she knows okay so brenda comes on the phone asks her a question i'm new oh yeah which of course is the worst anyway (laughs) i asked the third person a third question and it was i don't know i'm new and uh there was not there was no help whatsoever so i hung up rather frustrated and i called michael the agent back um the next day and i said michael cancel all my policies and we were his largest account. He said, What happened? I said, Your people stink. Ah, <laughs> Those yes. are the three words that I somebody started an article with when I read it. Your people stink. <laughs> He's what happened. I, and I told him, I said, it just it not worth it. It was so aggravating, so frustrating. Will you do me a favor? I said, What's that? He says, Would you come to my place sometime this week and tell my guys what they should have been doing? Now, tell them that telephone got had not been born then, right? And I don't know about when somebody reaches out to you, I, I said, yeah, yeah, okay, I'll come over and give me a cup of coffee. So I don't know, two, three weeks later, I went over there. They had six, seven people around the table, ladies around the table, had a cup of coffee. And I stood up and I said things like, say, please. And they're writing down as fast as they can. <laughs> <laughs> say thank you. And they're writing down. I gave another one. She said, you'll write that down. That's a good one. And they were writing as fast as I could talk. And, it was, and my eyes were bulging out. And i I finally spoke 15, 20 minutes. And I said, okay, thanks. Have a nice day. And I started to walk out the door. The president of the insurance company, not Michael, stopped me. Thank you very much. We really learned some new things. And I had to gulp and came home and told Dick. I said, this guy told me we really learned some new things, things that you and I do, like breathing in and breathing out. I don't understand. And Dick said, don't ever be surprised. Nobody's ever shown them. Well, Mm -hmm. I mentioned this story that I very much made shorter to you. so your audience can hear it um i mentioned it to our newspaper advertiser in quad city davenport iowa in quad city area and he listened to it we took him out to dinner listened to the story and he called me the next day he said i've been thinking about what you told me yesterday and i, I want you to come up and train my newspaper and oh, how many do you have he's well first you do my classified that's about 100 and then you do uh-huh. this so i said to dick what am i going to do he says sit down and write write from your heart yeah I've never done this. I'm working with my husband on a whole other business. So I flew up to Denport, Iowa, delivered the first program to the classified department, about 50, 60 people. And the editor of the Quatsity Times came up to me, said, uh, that was good. He says, you're the doctor. You're the, you're the telephone doctor. And I came uh-huh. running home to Dick. And I said, somebody call me the telephone doctor. What do we do? He uh-huh. said, let's get it registered. We're going to have some fun. Oh my god. So just from that little experience, somebody called me, the telephone doctor. Uh, we good have system. become one of one of the strongest, I won't say the most popular, one of the strongest force for the good. We help companies communicate better with their customers. And what that means to your audience and to you is that there is a place when people I just got an email today, I don't have it in front of me. A woman I met 35, 40 years ago, right after that. She I need your help. This I haven't talked to her in years. She I need your help. I just hired a, a lady who doesn't know how to answer the phone. <laughs> so so
0: that's really interesting because what I was going to say that, of course, things have changed so much. People don't even answer their phones anymore. Never mind how, you know, but I'll and, answer it. Yeah. Right. And, you know, business has changed so much since those days when you and I started talking to people about that. But it's it's still about common courtesy. It's still um, all the same, but um, they still need you. They still need those, those <laughs> Thank things. God. However, um, how how generally, though, has it changed? Like you, you're talking now more about all sorts of communication or still mostly telephone?
1: That's interesting. My mother had a saying that's really kept my, my feet on the ground. She used to say, Nancy, there's very little new, just new people doing it. Yeah. She and, know, it sounds great. Cause she's got all these, these quips that are so true. Yeah. yeah. And phones haven't changed. The styles have changed. Yeah. People don't change. We're all, we, you know, my grandmother and your grandmother about yeah. the same. I mean, we all wondered how they had children the same way you and I have children. I mean, it, it was, I mean, very little has changed. Uh, oh yes. The internet's here and we've got a few new, you know, whistles in the air, et cetera. But the basics, of how we live and breathe uh, are basically the same. We added communications and we added sales, but they they are very close cousin to customer service. So it, there was not a bridge to fill. Uh, we, it, everything just worked beautifully. And our, my kids are now running the business. I'm just the pretty face. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> you're still the front girl. Yeah, yeah. well, not I, I've stepped back except for writing articles, but the bottom line is they're running a very uh, good business, uh, we have two divisions one is online obviously the service skills.com is our is mm-hmm. our online training platform
0: mm-hmm. which
1: has become extremely popular and extremely uh helpful to companies all over the world we're not just in st louis missouri or, or the usa we're you know yeah. dozens of canadian and philippines they're just all over and now they're being translated in french they're in spanish already so uh, our my son and daughter have got a They've just got the sight to go forward but the mm-hmm. best part the best part is how they've kept the techniques alive and pass them on to their children nice and their children and et cetera so yeah
0: that's very special um i just yeah. sharing that with somebody yesterday actually a gentleman in las vegas that i was talking to he's all about customer service um, and he teaches people also how to speak from the stage and he's an interesting guy and i was telling him that when i used to teach telephone courtesy. I had my daughter who was then just graduated from high school, um, come and sit in my program and gave her a certificate and everything, just like everybody else. And she's, you know, rolling her eyes at being, right, like, right. of course, but she also had that on her resume and people would ask her about it. And it really got her into a customer service um, career path actually, um, because she's really good on the, on the phone. She doesn't like
1: talking to people in person, but she's really good on the phone. And well, and that's, so, yeah, that's I an mean, art, right? not a science. It, that's it, right, anybody can do it if they yeah. just.
0: Yeah, so so because I'm all about relationships and in business, and you know, talking about that and teaching people how to build relationships. How how do you you know, do you notice like when you're I know you don't do that that one-on-one type coaching really much anymore. You probably are doing speaking in front of many people. But you you probably talk about this though. Is it a certain personality? Is it that you have to care? Is it that? Because most of these people, when they're miserable on the phone, they just don't want to be there.
1: Yeah, that's asked a lot. And that is a good question of, there's a definite line in Delsey, which my bad daddy used to say, <laughs> they a line of tissue papers, you know. Oh, yeah. We may not have it in the can- Canada. What is the definite I difference like in <laughs> um, Bottom line is when we go shopping or call someplace, a normal person, rich or poor, I don't care, girl or boy, man or woman, can tell if there's been some sort of training at that company. And the basics are all that are mattered. I mean if you only knew three things and the first one is to smile. I mean, I don't, you know, if you talk without a smile, people can hear it. Number one. Right. So how simple is that? That's everybody can do it. I mean, we're not asking you to do geometry here or you know, well, or biology. Day, we're we just to... asking to... Yeah, back in the day we used to give about mirrors to put right well, <laughs> You can't see it, but I got a mirror uh, right here. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, uh, but and then people. I mean, when you people can't hear a smile. Yeah, you can hear a smile. If you and I sat like this, and let's just talk for thirty seconds without a smile in our voice. Okay. And so, uh, Janice, thank you, thank you again for uh, having me on the show. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. It was a sure, pleasure. Sure. <laughs> you look very pretty today. I mean, there's just no meaning, no feeling, no energy, no no enthusiasm, no nothing. But if I say, "Hey, Janice, thanks again for having me," I mean, just putting this. It, yeah. You don't have to be happy to smile. No, it's huge. It's a huge difference. Right? It's a huge difference. Yeah. I wish we could put a price on what that is. Yeah. So that's just the simple thing. Please thank you and you're welcome. I mean, what mother hasn't taught their kids to say that? So nobody can say, gee, it's new. You know, yeah. I never heard that one before. Right. Right. And the, you know, the word and this is this is where I get on my yellow, what do they call it? The soapbox thing when people say no problem. This oh is yeah oh, somebody oh, no says, worries no yeah. worries same no thing worries. yeah when somebody says uh thank you very much you know you've been a big help and I get a no problem back I started to say well, have I been a problem yeah I mean I know it's so what happened to what your mother taught you you're welcome yes she you know, yeah. belayed my place I mean it just it the simplicity of what we do and how we do it consistently amazes me and my husband uh but it's there it, it's for everybody well like, we have complicated complicated classes we have complicated you know how to handle the upstate customer that's a little more difficult not yeah. everybody can do that true that that's that's more than a little bit of the of no difference there yeah there are some skills involved there for sure right right yeah. so but the um, bottom line of, of just everyday life keeping people happy walking in and out of a call sent out or in and out of a uh, conversation in and out of a conversation on the phone or in person uh one of the funniest and short story or long stop me if i shouldn't go into these uh i one love of the something. largest well one of the largest telecommunications company called me many many years ago just as i was starting out and uh They asked me to come to one call center. They wanted me to do 10 or 12 routine call centers and check them out. So we we were doing some call monitoring. And when I got done with the first one, I said, tell me how you hire these people. Oh, we have a strict thing. And she brings you, we have a a typing test. We have a arithmetic test, a spelling test, this test. Ten things they tested. These people were handling people on the phone. And I said, where was your voice test? Yes. And I got deer in the headlights. Yeah. What do you mean voice tests? I, you heard how these people spoke, not poor English, uh, words they shouldn't be saying, no smile. So there's got to be a voice test. And I, I don't say I was, the, I guess I must have been one of the few people who helped that company devise some sort of test that when they brought somebody on, I said, just go in another room and talk to them on another, you know, ring were no cell phones set on phone to phone or, or interview them on the phone before you bring them in to give them the spelling test.
0: Yeah, so interesting.
1: Oh, I remember, interesting.
0: I used to tell the the receptionists when to before they um, they would have to record the voicemail uh, greeting for the the main uh, reception area, and, and that was another type of thing, right? And um, they would beg me to do it for them because nobody had a voice, and my voice isn't that great on the phone. But but I would do it, and then five years later, I'd call the company, and my voice was still there. <laughs> right but i used to tell them to go home go oops sorry just a second um i would tell them i would tell them to um go home go in the bathroom record it and listen to themselves before they did it for you know the company because you,
1: you have to hear what you sound like right and, well, and that's interesting On in all of my programs where i get one no matter how many I say, how many of you have ever stopped to call in and ask for yourself a service or a product? Yeah, And I'm talking to CEOs and managers and top-level executives. You know, Four hands out of 500 go up. I said, come on, guys. You must call up and ask for yourself. You cannot yeah. know how your customers are handled. Well, they'll recognize my voice. Well, use another voice, okay? <laughs> have somebody else do it for you and listen on the speaker call. Yeah. yeah. There is no excuse for not calling yourself at the company, right? Pay attention to what's going
0: on there for sure. All
1: i am say, you know, is Bob Smith there? You know, or whatever your name is. Yeah, yeah. So, so don't get me on my soapbox.
0: Tell me. Well, I do the same thing. Tell me, um, this is a fun thing that I used to play with with the people I trained. And I wondered if you did this because um, it's it was back in the day. And I still actually hear it now. If you call in and you ask for someone and they'll say, well, no, he's tied up right now. Or, you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm or, yeah, he's out to lunch, you know. Um, yeah, sorry, my phone is going crazy anyway. Um, so, um, I want to ask you there's something on your um bio here that it's probably a, a long time ago, but I know where you must get the sense of humor from because you have a wonderful sense of humor. Um, you want. You were best comedic actress and (laughs) had a successful
1: theater career over the years. I was blessed, but it came from a very dark place. It's funny that you bring that up. Uh, In fact, one of my friends says, did you win a Golden Globe? I I won an Old Globe Award, not a Golden Globe. But I think one of the things says, I don't know where it's written, but she won a Golden Globe. Well, no, it that says Old Globe. This says Okay, good, good. You get the right thing. That's anyway. San Diego Old Globe Theater. Yeah, San Diego. Uh, what happened? My husband bought a radio station with my brother. Uh, and I tend to take my little six-month-old child and move away from my parents and everybody else. Yeah. And um San Diego is a lovely place, but it is not a friendly town. Okay. It is not a arms open, it's not like St. Louis is it's it, it wasn't a friendly town. And so I was alone. I did not know a soul. Not a soul. Neighbors weren't friendly. It's a navy base, and, you know they're into their own place. so i I didn't get into depression. I don't allow me, but I got depressed. And Dick saw that. And one day he came home and he throws a book down at me. And it was Dale Carnegie's How to Stop Worrying and Start Living."
0: Uh-huh.
1: And I just happened to open the book, I mean, just like this, just not knowing where. And this chapter was, what's the worst thing that can happen? So I read that, and of course the worst thing that he said would happen would be death, you die from it. Am I gonna die from this? No. What's the second worst thing that can happen? And he goes through those steps and I thought, what am I doing? And I pulled myself up and out from that depression and I started to do things. And one thing I saw was a tiny little printed thing in a newspaper, Playhouse opening, March 4th, actors needed. Well, I had never stepped on stage in my life I can do this. So I went and auditioned. I got the part. And what I found, I guess, is was just something that changed my life that I had the ability to make people laugh. Now that came from my dinner table with my father. But with a look or with a saying or with whatever, I had the ability to make people happy. And I did stage work all over. And then the old globe is a very, very famous theater in San Diego. And I did, I worked with a very famous actor at the time. You probably don't remember him, but <laughs> uh, <passing me? laughs> uh Gig Young. Yes, I do remember him. Okay, well, he became a very close friend of ours. And but anyway, we, that was the first major actor I worked with. There were many, many more before that, or after that, I should say. So the theater became my outlet. I you can't get you can't get angry, upset, uh, depressed. Well, you can, but you can never let it show. Right, right. In theater. And I am such an advocate, but I'm not doing any, I have no train tracks on this. Um, The children in grammar school, high school and college, one of those places of education must have, they must have some sort of theater experience in their life.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: They can't graduate without being in a play. And Mm -hmm. I don't care if it's pulled the curtains or the lights or an actor or stage manager, I don't care what part it is but that changed my life and it can help so many because there's not one thing in theater that doesn't help you in relationship not one thing. <laughs> from <Yeah>. listening <laughs> skills from listening skills to I mean just anything you talk about oh yeah there's a lot I was <laughs> I was in
0: a play in eighth grade yeah I was in a play my, but my family have all been in theater in in is in that right some way. yeah oh, my I, bet father-
1: you, I bet you still remember some of the things in eighth grade of eighth grade
0: Oh sure, oh sure, yeah. But uh, but it, again, um, your being in theater has also probably helped you in your business because you present to large groups of people, and there's probably no you know
1: you don't think twice about it. I'm sure. And I appreciate that it it was a natural for me. Uh, my husband always says I've never seen a person just walk into the right job. Uh, but, and I never had stage fright. Yeah. Because just, you are you are oozing everything that you
0: believe in and um and share with other people. And and it's always just a little bit that I've um experienced with you, you always um make it so real. Like it's just because it's you know it,
1: it should yeah. be. Thank you. Yeah. I, I appreciate your your mention, not mentioning, but realizing that oh um, yeah it, it it's it's been fun. It, and it it you know. The house is my theater now. So, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um I would imagine your best audience, though, are
0: probably or were when they're younger, were younger, were your grandchildren.
1: Uh, that's interesting. I just my grandson having to come over today. And uh he credits his success when he's having a little bit of it yeah. with what he did learn. Uh, it's interesting. It made me feel good because you don't they don't usually tell you. No, um, no, no. But, but, yeah, you can't, if you've got, I don't care what it is, a flair for something, fishing, whatever it is, and it goes through the family, you know, your kids and grandkids, somebody will come up and thank you for it.
0: Yeah, no, that's wonderful. So, so what's your, you know, today when you're out there talking to businesses and and you're getting these calls what's what's your best advice that you give them i mean it's not all about the telephone anymore i told you that before no. right but i've right. seen i love that you're doing video on social media too and you'll pick something that happened to you and and uh share a tip or two on your social media about communication today so what's your biggest thing that you would share
1: with my audience and i will get to that but it's interesting and should anybody want something i i love to answer the questions from when I do a program like this, if somebody says, I wonder if you could help me with this, you know, I know what bothers me, but I like to hear what bothers you and Bob Smith and Susie Jones out there. And I know we're not taking calls, but they can reach out. That, that would, yeah, that'd be a new thing, right. To do. Yeah. I'm not doing calls, but, um,
0: but see, I believe the same as you, if somebody doesn't answer that phone properly, it still drives me crazy. If I go to the grocery store and I had a, a cashier once that um, he was fairly new. And and I said, uh, and, you know, we're all doing our own bags, right? But I'm not packing them. He's getting paid. Let him pack them. And so I put my bags down and he said, oh, and I said, well, would you mind packing them for me? He said, well, I don't get paid for that. I said, excuse me. Okay. Said, I'm the customer here. Anyway. I let him do his thing and then I went straight to the customer service counter and I said, You see that guy at till number four? I don't ever want to see him here again. And I never did. Wow. Wow. But I'm sorry. I didn't mean to have to, you know, um, get someone to lose his job, but they don't teach them actually how to pack properly.
1: So that's part of the problem. But anyway, those are the kinds of things that still drive me crazy. Everybody has something, you know, that bothers them when they get ahead of the phone. And I have little tolerance with the uh, automated attendant. Mm. I, I, I It drives me nutty. And, and that, but again, nobody cares. No, you know, very few people say, what, what bothers you, Nancy? So I have to like, oh, every, every once in a while when I do a show, I just say, here's what bothers me. <laughs> and I am interested in what other people get bothered at because eight out of 10 times, I can help them why let this bother you you know yeah. what you can do for with it etc in a short story I keep saying short but they never are Janice I'm sorry uh-huh. uh, I was at a grocery store myself and the woman was throwing my <laughs> up in the vegetables did I mention this to you or not no nope. okay she's throwing the tomatoes in and the bananas in, and she's throwing the stuff in I said whoa you're gonna you know those things bruise go gentle she's why well, I'm and she used a word that I don't even like to say she's I'm pissed oh excuse me and i said what happened i broke up with my boyfriend last night we broke up we've been together for six years said, was i with you (laughs) and she looked at me she's well no i said then why are you taking it out on me and i start going into my training you're suffering from emotional leakage and my husband's going oh please god no (laughs) Nancy stop trying to trade them one by one by one I said you're taking out on last night I wasn't even with you I wasn't even there she starts to apologize I was right she should yeah but that's that's what happens to people is we you know they get in a bad mood they take it out on the yeah. caller they take it out on their customer and then we say goodbye I'm never I'm never going there again yeah, exactly yeah so do you think that it is our
0: responsibility to you know, because oh, that just brought back a whole thing about 25% of customers will complain, but you don't know about the others that don't and never come back.
1: Right. right. And that's what Dick and I vote with our feet and our wallet.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I very seldom report people. Got it. Okay. Very. And that doesn't mean it's bad or wrong to. Yeah. We just say we're not coming. If it's a restaurant, thank you very that's much. We put what we call a red X on something.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We put red X on people. Okay. We don't want anything to do with you. It's yeah. Toxic. Yes.
0: So. Okay. So, so in a way that never helps the, the, but the customers have, or the, the companies have to realize if that's happening and the business
1: is, you know, not. There, some right. companies care. Some companies don't. We reported yeah. a, a, it was red lobster. The waitress was horrible. And Dick, this was a long time ago. Dick. Yeah. Said to the manager, "This lady did this, this, and this," and he defended the waitress. Yeah, and we put a twenty-year moratorium, <laughs> twenty-year yeah. red accident. we never went to Red Lobster again. Yeah. Now, did they miss us? Hopefully not. Yeah, but how many people did we tell, "Hey, don't go over to Red Lobster. Come with us. We're going to such and such. So right. We take business with us." I It's such a an interesting topic of how you lose business you can lose it in in such a short amount of time you've built up a business a career you know customers and just one instance can blow it yeah exactly so you have to be on top of it you have to show people that you care no matter what you're doing yeah and the training the training that you've done and that i've done and the the other people that are out there doing that training is critically important for, for a company I don't care what size you are. Yeah. You know, training isn't expensive, replacing the right customers is well, expensive. Yeah. yeah. There's so many stories um, around
0: um ways to do things better, you know, with, with that. But um so today in your world today, are you doing much training? Or are you
1: semi-retired? Are you wouldn't? Well, I, I i somebody asked one of the movie stars you know when are you going to retire and his answer is what would i do and that's my answer yeah. so i don't <laughs> think the retirement i'm ready for but i have stepped back yeah. kids are doing great yeah um, i've got a about 20 20 or 21 employees and they're they're just each one are, are spectacular exactly. and we're very very lucky um i do a lot of more writing and i i've been sidelined because of a little lung cancer and i'm fine now i think i told you i had to yes. Yes. But no, no chemo. No, no. I'm OK. So the only thing the doctor said was stay away from crowds, Nancy. And uh, so I, I that was that was hard to do. But yes, I did it. And we started advertising our Zoom programs.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So now I Zoom. Mm-hmm. Now you're the queen of Zoom. Well, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you do amazing.
0: Um, so uh, the, off topic. Couple of questions off topic. You love TV crime shows. Which is your best one? Oh my gosh.
1: Well, anything true, uh, obviously. Dayline oh, okay. is our special. 2020's is great. Okay. The one that they're showing on uh, Fox News on the trial now, uh, Alex Murdoch. Oh, yeah. I haven't watched that. I haven't watched that one yet. I've got it on record. So I've gotta yeah, watch I got to watch it, it because it's. Yeah, because
0: the trial's happening. He
1: read right? today. He lied. Hmm. But. Yeah, any good crime show uh, is is okay with me. Okay, Um, so one
0: of the questions I like to ask most of my client, uh, most of my um, interviews, is about my favorite word, curiosity. And so I'd like to kind of ask you this question. Um, It's two part. The first part is, do you believe that curiosity is innate or learned? And part two. is what are you most curious about today?
1: Ah, well, I believe it's both. I believe some of us are naturally inquisitive. I am. And some people don't give a, yes. f- you know what? Yes. So I believe there are two types of individual. Okay. I, you know, why is my favorite question. <laughs> you know, I I, I don't do it as a boom, 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 question, right. but I always have, I, I'm never out of questions. Just like me i just i'm never out of questions and i was good in sales because that's what you need in sales
0: mm-hmm. just
1: my mind can spin out uh what do i think of when i think of curiosity what are you What's curious it? about today what am i curious about today hey. All right, <laughs> that, that's why i'm add of uh, yeah I'm, I'm curious if they'll cure cancer i'm curious if they'll not be a war i'm curious if mm-hmm. they'll be i'm that's what, I, that's where my mind goes when you say, okay, okay. I haven't thought about it. If I think about it, it'd probably have a different answer.
0: What do you, what do you think about this world of AI that's happening?
1: There's so many people excited about it because, and you have to, because we have copyright material. I'm nervous about it.
0: Well, yeah. I think it's going to spawn a whole new generation of a new, um, of lawyers, of, um, you know, a uh, new industry of that kind of thing to make sure that everything's protected. Yeah, that
1: would be great because already, I mean, there's stuff that was written about me. My son said, Let's see what it says about you. What's the telephone doctor? And it was wrong. Oh, interesting. Okay. And I guess they did one on Tom Cruise and it was wrong. Ah. So, you know, you have to,
0: yeah, that is one of the things that I've that I've read about that they say you have to, you know, they're getting the AI is coming from the internet. And so yeah', yeah. out there. And is all me.
1: the all the garbage that's on the internet and my husband sometimes will send something out. I said, Did you check it?
0: Yeah, exactly. It doesn't
1: mean it's true because it's not, and he knows better, but uh I'm a very uh what's the word, not curious, um questionable. That's not the right word either. Questioning type. I, I, I don't believe everything. Skeptical, I mean. skeptical. If I see it, if I see it, sometimes even I don't believe what I just saw. But skeptical, uh, skeptical. Yeah, I'm, skeptical. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm skeptical. Some people are, you know, true believers. They believe everything.
0: yeah.
1: That, yeah. that happens and says and does and is. And I, I'm just not that way because maybe how I was brought up. I don't know.
0: So last question: What would you say is your best tip? for entrepreneurs out there today, business owners out there today, sales professionals out there today, my audience.
1: Your um, audience, they're yeah. lucky to have you there. That, <laughs> that's one of the biggest tips. They're lucky to have you. Um, it's the basics, and I don't have to think about it. I mean, if you're talking to somebody, just put a smile on your face. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dick came up with a, a statement, You know, be friendly before you know who it is. You know, we're That's always friendly true. with, oh, it's huge. <laughs> <Not you. laughs> uh, what was your name, Bob? Oh, right. <laughs> it just changes. So be friendly before you know who it is. Keep that smile on your face. You never know. You know, show me a picture where you're not smiling and yeah. I'll show you a picture you don't like. Yeah, so how many times when you take the kids take a picture of you. Oh, can we take that over? I don't know. <laughs> and it's probably because you're not smiling
0: yes exactly or whatever anyway um,
1: and the simplicity the simplicity of what telephone doctor is all about and as a good friend of mine said many years ago nancy you took a very simple idea and kept it simple and kept it going and kept it
0: going well we were
1: were very lucky the the right place right time i'm blessed yeah I, i am blessed well, it wouldn't, it wouldn't still be going strong, though, if it wasn't something
0: that's needed. So and sure, done sure. properly by you and your team. So you have two um, places that people can find you one is there if they need help with communication uh, skills, telephone skills, service And there are um a lot of things online there right that people can can service
1: skills.com is a a 19 platform e learning uh, platform and it is for all size companies there's they're done by tiers and it's it's exceptional i don't like to brag too much and then if they just want a zoom program or just want to talk to me they can go to nancyfriedman.com perfect R I-E-D-M-A-N of It'll be in the show notes. It's all good. It'll be in the show notes. Yeah. So it's all good.
0: So thank you so much for being here today. You're an
1: exceptional person, and I'm so glad you reached out. Oh, I'm just so glad that we are now friends. I love it. We are friends. We are friends. Absolutely. I'm going to Florida, which doesn't mean we can't talk. Or if you need me or question, you're very sweet. Well, thank
0: you again, and thank you again to my audience for listening. Please, if you like what you heard, do leave a review, and remember to stay connected and be remembered.